Uh, welcome once again to the Late Night Layover Podcast. I am, as always, your host from the Bronx, New York, New York. The kid with the most, the one that you know and love, Raul from, uh, well, I guess Texas at this point. And Whitby, joined as always, is from the Great White North, my boy Ryan. Hey, hey, hey. It's your boy in the winter wonderland that is Regina. And uh, it's certainly looking like it, well, a winter nightmare. Not much of a wonderland at the moment. I've got 60 mile an hour winds. So. Yeah, I think it looks like a wonderland though. Hey, here's the thing. Those winds in, in, a, in a snowy paradise, if you just hop on your board, it'll get you from point A to point B. I mean, you're right. Let's not forget that. You're pretty right. You uh you treasure planted it, you know what I'm saying? You just oh, put man. a fucking flag on your your snowboard. Just get a parachute, and you just fucking there you, there you go. You're all, you're rolling. You're you're flying. I'm just saying you got to make the best of your situations. I understand that, but before we go any further, I have a little little segment I want to do, and that is uh, I'm gonna try something brand new that I picked up on the way home uh, from the store. Uh, and that being this, it's called Roar Organic uh, Electrolyte Infusions. It's cucumber watermelon. It's got 36 grams of sugar, oh, three grams of sugar, not 36. I was about to say 36. I was, like, <laughs> <That's you> did, <laughs> I was about to say, did the magic uh, electrolyte juice you pick up, is it called Gatorade in America? Because that sounds about right. Uh, it's got it's made with coconut water and plenty of B vitamins at 25 calories. Uh, I only picked this up because like, oh, this looks maybe it could be tasty. I don't know. It's non-GMO, low calorie, vegan, gluten free, soy free. It's got all the bells and whistles. So it definitely puts the electrolytes back, but do you be balling? Are you losing electrolytes right now? I don't. I, I mean, you know, I was at work today, and I was feeling. I, I, and towards the end of the day, I had to go take out the garbage. You know, it, it, we were running low on time, so I had to hustle. I fucking busted my ass running through oh, the you halls. Definitely need some electrolytes then. I need some electrolytes then. So the pound net. So here, here's that good old Foley work. That hear that. Mm, there we go. You can smell what like a watermelon would smell like, you know, that watermelon smell. You could definitely smell it. Uh, I think that's just sugar. I think you're Maybe. smelling the sugar in watermelon, honestly. Probably. Because I don't think then cucumbers again, have I don't a smell. eat a lot of watermelon. Yeah. Alright, first test. Let's see how it tastes. Yeah, you can really taste the cucumber in that. You can, I, I'm really tasting the cucumber in this. Uh, and there is a bit more of a, like a watermelony like uh, aftertaste to it, but it's pleasant. So this is not bad. It's actually not bad. You know what? I'm a, I'm a level with you. I could, if I was a hater and listening on the internet, I could say you just faked that because I've never heard such a clear gulp over audio before 
<laughs> that was a that was a perfected gulp. It sounded like we took several takes, and then we used the best one, as it was timed properly. It fit within the the necessary frame, and then you ended it succinctly, and then it was all nice and tidy as a package. I was like, "Ain't no way he hit that first try and got the mic to pick it up." But I don't hear anything <laughs> anything else in the background. Well, let's just say this Blue Yeti mic I'm using is pretty darn good. I'm going to start calling you One Take Ryan, bro. One Take? Right off one the One Take, it's all I need. The, you hit it out the park. Boom. Staying on that thread, uh, did, you give the, did you give the brand of the thing you're drinking? Yeah, I, I, I did. It's called Roar Organic. R-O-A-R. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize that was the name of it. I thought you were just mispronouncing raw. Oh, I wish it was called raw. That would be that would have been <laughs> fucking cool. Let's see if uh, I'm going to do a quick Google. So I'm going to do my Googles real quick and see uh, if this comes to America. Uh, I do see there's a little, little like logo on here that does say USDA organic. So I assume so. You know what? I can get it in America, but it's not coming through through Amazon Fresh. Nothing. I would just have to get it through Amazon. Uh, but here's the thing: I have also been uh, hooked on a new beverage. Um, and it, it comes in two flavors. Well, not two flavors. It comes in two types. Let me clarify. So, the V8 energy drinks. Ah. They're bomb. Next level. It's a really small can. It's supposed to be uh a serving of what you need in your body, but with a little bit of caffeine, a little bit of get up and go. And the caffeine's supposed to be all natural. Uh, it's got no sugar added, no GMOs and stuff like that. This sounds like an ad, but it's not. It's just I, I swear to these aren't ads. Stuff. This is just us these trying stuff. That's why but if y'all want to sponsor us. Uh, uh. Listen, v, listen, VA Energy, if you send the pounds, I'll show. But here's the thing. Uh, there's two types of V8 products. The original V8 which I imagine had to have come out first. Mm. Trash. We Pepper was like, I want to buy one of these because it's got the daily vitamins that we need and stuff like that. Um, and, and the I commercial the was, sugar. you know, could have had a V8 and they smack you on yeah. the head. Yeah. So we bought regulars. Me, right off the bat, I was like, there's no way I could drink something that's straight vegetable. I like it. So I'm going to get the energy just so I know I'm going to be taking what I need. Uh, Pepper tried one. It was trash. We've got five more cans in the fucking fridge. Oh, no. Because V8 normal tastes like tomato juice. It tastes like nothing else. It just mm. tastes and has the consistency of watery tomato juice. Ugh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much I like that. Um, like, I, 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 I haven't liked V8s. I've tried V8. I wasn't a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. What's definitely going to end up happening is we're going to make something that needs tomato and just pour the V8 in so we don't waste it. <laughs> it makes no sense to use it otherwise. Like, I was like, it can't be that bad. Let me go pound it real quick. And I, it almost tastes like, you know, when you're a child and you're stupid. Mm-hmm. So you're like, it'll be fine to just get a mouthful of ketchup. We've all done it. Yeah. I've, I've done the squirt ketchup directly into my mouth and go, oh, this is not, this is not good. This is bad. I fucked up. It felt like that. It felt, it felt like I fucked up. It, it felt like you just took the bottle of fucking Heinz ketchup and you're just like, mmm, tasty. 
And it's, it's like, like, no, not tasty. If Heinz ketchup is the super dried out version of a tomato sauce, V8 is the super watery version of a tomato sauce. It's like mid-use tomato sauce when, like, it's mid-use uh, ketchup where, like, it does get a little bit runny. So you gotta shake it up before you uh, squirt it. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. It's almost like the little watery separation. It's it's the decompression of your solids and liquids when you're gonna get some some Heinz ketchup. It's it's fucked up, and I would never recommend it. But the energies that come in several different flavors. I think my favorite might be the pomegranate. Um, so those more fruity then? Yeah, they taste you. They taste nothing but fruity, even though there is some vegetables in here. Okay. And See, you got to cut the vegetables sugar. with the fruit. Yeah, the only sugar is from the or fruit. from the fruit, right? So what I've been doing is, since it turns out that this is just fruit and veg, I'm taking like one of these. It's a small can, so you will be tempted to just drink a bunch, which they're ten sugar each, so defeats the purpose of a healthy snack. Um, what I've been doing instead, though, is just making hot tea. Uh, failing to drink it quickly and then just adding some like zero calorie fruit juice like a cran grape or something like that oh, basically cut it a little it's, bit cool it down basically cut it a little bit and add a little fruity punch to it and that's good to go um, but yeah via energy is where it's at uh, we stack the fridge with it anytime it goes missing uh, and at this point it's our only caffeine we've cut out coffee I got Really heavy in the coffee for a long time. Well, that's probably a good thing because, you know, coffee's not the best thing for you. No, no, it really isn't. But we're we're off that now. It's also like uh coffee's super expensive. In the in the little K cups. Oh yeah, you get like your Keurig or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I think I talked about stealing on a podcast, but <laughs> Yeah. Probably earlier, yeah. So basically, I stole a Keurig, and once the cost of the K cups got to how much a Keurig would have cost, I was like, all right. I still use the Keurig, though. I take out the, the cups. I run it, because uh, when you first get it, how you clean it is you run it with nothing in it. Okay, and, and it's it, just hot water, it cleans right? The, yeah, it's just hot water. So I went, well, I'll just run that cycle like five to ten times, and I have a quick hot water maker for my tea. Ah, well, you know what? That works. Hell yeah. Yeah. Curry, you fools. You got me fucked up. But on to uh, a more structured podcast. We've done our first segment, and I think it's time to get into our first topic, which shout outs to 2020 is politics just gives gives the gimmies. It's so easy. They're layups. They're layups right now. Uh, I don't know if you've been following because it's definitely not ex- not as exciting as the Capitol getting rushed. But uh, Trump just got his second impeachment today. So let's give a round of applause. Round of applause to him. Uh, Two-time two two impeachment two time impeach champ. The, the two-time back-to-back impeachment chats. And uh, I'm not going to pretend I know everything about politics. I believe that means he can't run a second term. Uh, I think if I if I stand to be corrected, uh, which you can correct us at uh, at late layover on Twitter. 
Uh, yeah, if you're a political expert and like, I mean, actually one and not just going to go, yeah, that's not true. I'm going to fact check you as well if you come at me with opposite information. But uh, I know we had the hearing today to decide whether or not he's impeached and he was impeached today. Um, but like last time, uh, I think they're going to go through with a hearing to find out whether or not he deserves to go to jail. And that will be on the 15th. Yeah, whether or not criminal charges are going to be pressed and he'll be removed from office. So the so if the question of whether or not you can be president again is just based off the impeachment part, he's done. We yeah. will not see him in four years. Yeah, uh, he's uh, out of 2000. If it hinges on whether or not he is convicted of his crimes, uh, then we'll see. It's a toss-up, actually. And you know what? I feel like I feel like in the wake of that revelation in which we know he can't run again. If he can't run again, it's almost most the most likely scenario is Biden gets a second term. Because in America it just so happens that people usually get a second term to finish what they started or correct any fuck ups. Um uh, that said, I don't know if I'm 100% on board of Biden presidency right now. Well, yeah, we've seen him so far get layup after layup. You know, they've been feeding him the easiest passes, open fucking looks. And he fucking has been bricking one after another. And like, right now he is winning with public support just off the bare minimum because right now as long as you're not a fascist we're pretty okay about it we're pretty hype about it but i'm worried that like when you have somebody who's in office who's got that that fascist following uh and i'm not gonna come out and say oh donald trump is a fascist because I feel like that's a thing that he uses. I think that he's more of a user of people. He's a rich asshole. So I don't think he actually cares what methods uh, the people who are following him are using. He just wants power, Um, which technically doesn't make him a fascist, I don't think. Unless he's actively calling for certain shit. I think they're more. They've got police, and then it gets attached to him as well. So I won't outright call him a fascist because I don't know. But I do know that with him in power, everybody's on guard. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's like, I can't get caught slipping. So when we have riots in July over uh, shit that's taking place because they mishandle their messages and Trump is not willing to play politics, uh, I like that because you know what that is? That's the people keeping an eye on things and going, I don't like how shit's being run right now. I am afraid that a lot of Democrats are going to take this as, all right, we can chill now. We don't have to keep as close an eye on Biden because they know he's probably not going to incite a fascist regime. Yeah. I, there's this feeling of possible complacency within the democratic party since you know they won pretty, and they also won the runoffs. 
So, like, there's a sense of, like, are are y'all just gonna fucking sit on this and not do shit? Like, we still don't have Medicare. For all. We still don't have, uh... We don't have sweeping changes to our policing system. Uh, I don't know if you have been following it, but it just, more information keeps coming out about how the people, attendees of our little coup, a lot, a lot of police officers in the class. A uh, lot of off-duty which, ones. Which, with any group, you're going to get a few overlap, but uh, this seems to be a widespread thing where on weekends, a lot of boys in blue wear white robes. I'm just saying. And, like, I mean, there's literally a term for, like, town... What what are they called? Sundown towns? Where, like, if you're not white and straight and anything like that, you should not stay here. You need to get to the anywhere else. I wonder if that's still a thing. I knew that was a thing. I like I still see posts on like Twitter or Tumblr or wherever warning people like about these kinds of towns and like they're in small town America and it like it's oh. like the clan is still active and you know people do go missing and it's fucked up. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's still articles about it. I think the other thing I, I see a lot more these days is just a lot of uh, a lot of these terrible people. They just get emboldened and they patrol the streets, quote unquote, like they are cops because they they are cops. But <laughs> I think it's uh I think the sundown town is less an issue now because I don't think people are traveling during COVID even. Well, yeah. Yeah, during but, a pandemic, no. Like, there's no real reason to travel a lot, but I mean, when eventually we kind of go back to a state of non-pandemic. Can I level with you real quick? I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm be just being 100% helpful. honest. Like, I was talking about this the other day, um, because I think Trump was given some address, and he again referred to the virus as the China virus. And last time I checked, China had it under control. So China nipped it in the bud. A lot of these Asian countries nipped it in the bud. And uh, it's only like America, UK, Brazil that's still dealing with heavy COVID casualties. So at this point, it's our virus. We got to take ownership of that. We stole it like we did most things. But I'm just, I'm, it's, I don't care who's in power. I think you're always going to have the, my freedom crowd who's just going to do what they want. And unless oh, you yeah. go, hey, it's illegal to not wear your mask in public, which I don't know if we'll ever go that far. Uh, I don't think pandemic is actually going away. I yeah, think no, just gonna be you thing. guys might be fucked. Yeah, dude, we had, so I was watching the votes today for impeachment. We had people who couldn't come to vote in person because they got sick last week because Republican uh, lawmakers and congressmen, not lawmakers, congressmen and uh, senators or whoever was at the 
Capitol last week, they didn't wear a mask, and so they got a bunch of people sick. Oh, great. Surprise. Amazing. Surprise. So we can't even get our highest like level of levels of government to agree that masks are good and will prevent sickness from spreading. Uh and honestly, <laughs> that the problem is, is that they might even use it as a strategic move. They might show up and be like, if I can kill enough people with COVID, we'll get some of these seats back. I'm not saying that's that's what happened. That's just a theory I'm throwing out there. That's just a thought I had in passing that maybe, maybe you don't wear a mask and maybe a few Democratic seats open up in a couple weeks when old people start uh start passing out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the maybe they'll start just ha maybe that whole like theory of fucking contrails being stuff and they'll actually just be fucking whatchamacallit uh the vaccine. vaccine. They're gonna drop the vaccine on everybody. Oh, but do so did you hear about the other thing? So people are getting the vaccine and then getting COVID. Because uh I don't know if it's just bad messaging from the medical side of things. Uh but apparently certain people are like I got my vaccine why did i still get covid a week later and that's because until like two weeks after your second covid shot uh, uh does it drop to five percent so after you get that first shot i think it's still super high chance you can get it but people i guess they don't know that so oh, yeah you're one not shot. immediately immune yeah so they get the one shot and then they're like all right i'm cooling them I'm, I'm fucking heading out and then they get sick and then they pass it around and that alone is going to pump up the numbers is people getting their first shot, getting COVID, thinking they're safe and then spreading it a bunch. God fucking damn it. God, you guys are fucked. You're so fucked. I'm so sorry. I just hope whoever comes to scoop us after we're like 90% dead. And take over as our government leaders. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I I I will continue saying this: the the offer to escape your country is open. Oh man, I'd love it. I'd love it. What's uh any any interesting politic happen? Um, not much. Uh fucking stuff's going on lockdown more like man's hope is going on super hard lockdown like code red lockdown like no one gets in no one gets out um nah uh i haven't been following canadian politics because all of our like news stations have been following american politics because that's the you know that's a reality you tv know, show <laughs> you know what it's the world stage all all worlds follow what's going on in America. American politics make... is like the MLB. That's that's the big leagues. Canadian politics, we're we're that's like triple A. <laughs> and maybe more double A. It's like, hey, we got some reach, but like maybe some America rookie doing league. Shit worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Oh man. But getting away from politics to more 
other trending topics. Uh, my boy, are you feeling black today? <laughs> are well, you feeling like? Are you feeling like you're maybe becoming progressively blacker? Um. Uh. What makes you say that? <laughs> because uh, I stumbled upon a trend on Twitter. For some reason, it's trending under technology. Go figure. Uh, but it is the tag transracial. And huh? it depicts what looks like it could be uh, some white woman. Who is claiming to be transracial and then posting themselves in the the deepest black face I've ever seen. Oh no. And a bunch of other people are getting on this super racist trend. Super racist. But Oh no. I don't know what to tell you, bro. I don't know I don't know what white people are doing right now. Oh my god. Oh my no no! Why would you tell me this? This sounds awful. Oh my god! I'm looking at these pictures, these awful Photoshop, and uh, I can't even be mad because if I looked like some of these people, I'd want to be black too. Like some of these, ooh, look at that one! I didn't come here to just dunk on white people, which. It's I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I would love to dunk on other races as much <laughs> as I dunk on white people. But when I see that the motherfuckers just storm the Capitol are nothing but like 100% white, except for one single black dude who I'll dunk on him all day. Send me his name. I'll dunk on him directly. But it's... <laughs> It says a lot when it's always the same people doing wild shit. And we can't forget the original transracial, uh, I don't know if you remember, Rachel Dolezal? Rachel Dolezal? I don't know who that is. Oh my god. So let me see when this was uh ooh, so when I when I search her, the first article comes up from 2015 and this is a woman who claimed to be transracial before all these fantasy people on the internet picked it up this is a white woman who joined the NAACP <laughs> like she was she she didn't come out and be like hey guys I'm transracial and do before and after pictures uh, because clearly those people are just trying to spark outrage yeah, this is a woman who actually was like, "I'm, I'm transracial." Like she became a a high figure in the NAACP. She, I don't know if she got hair implants, but she definitely got a deep tan. And it wasn't until people went, "Wait a second, why are all your old pictures this super white woman?" Where she had to come out and reveal, "Ah, uh, yes, I was born white, but I'm actually transracial." <laughs> Oh my god. And like the wildest <sighs> part is the wildest part is is like I'm gonna post a picture of her because Oh, I think I actually found a, way, a picture. Yeah. 
Yeah, in a way that you look at the people in the transracial tag and you can see, oh, this is just people doing blackface. Yeah. They're clearly doing it to, you know, start a fight that they don't want to actually get into in real yeah. life. This is a woman who tried her best to blend it in. Like, this is not somebody who went far and was like, I'm a blackface it. This is somebody who tried to go for, like, a believable, really light-skinned black woman because she fucking for real want to be a black woman. And I don't know whether or not to be offended at this woman <laughs> or actually be flattered that she would try so hard to fit. Like, this is a boondocks bit. This is the story of Uncle Ruckus. Except Uncle Ruckus was never white. He was always black, but he believes he was white. Like, apparently she said uh, she was accused of exploiting the long history of black suffering to play the victim. Uh, the evident change in appearance from a girl of European heritage to a woman with elaborate braided hair and tint to her face uh, portrayed part of a long and insulting history of blackface but like i would counter that because this doesn't look like blackface at all like blackface is real offensive but it's clearly a look it's real dark with real light lips and everybody knows that this is not blackface this is something else this is straight up this bitch was transracial right transracial <laughs> I gotta say. this rachel dolezal is the only transracial to ever play okay. true Okay, I gotta be real for a second here, because uh, a few weeks ago, I had it point out to me that Ariana Grande is not black. I thought she was. No, absolutely not. <laughs> she's just very, ta- like, she's constantly tanned. So I was like, I, I, I didn't know, because I, I didn't, I, I, I was watching Disney Channel at that point when she was on it. So I didn't know who she was. All I know is that she was a, that she's a singer, and like I've know who she is since like twenty sixteen or something. You know what's even wilder though? I have it constantly pointed out to me that Ariana Grande is not sixteen. This bitch is. Uh, <laughs> This bitch is in her late twenties. She is twenty-seven years old. A little bit older no than me. No matter what, no matter what, every time I see Ariana Grande, I'm like, they let the sixteen-year-old down, uh, Disney Channel girl just bust it open live on screen. What's going on here? The fabric of our society is just thin right now. What's going on here? I'm constantly reminded in the same way that you will be constantly reminded. Wait a second. Ariana Grande <laughs> is not black. I'm constantly reminded this is no longer a child. And she hasn't been a child for at least six years. Yeah, she's she's got like young. I think it's the combination of her being very short and also having just young face. She's the youngest const- face I've ever seen. The young, very young face. And I think what's even worse is that, like, she's super young and she's super petite, but she also wears, like, these big, puffy, flowery-type dresses that I'd expect from a Disney princess. Yeah. So I'm like, look at that fucking child, bro. And then I go and see a fucking news report where it's like, Ariana Grande 
announced his split from the weekend. I'm like, split how? Did he adopt her? What's going on here <laughs> right now? <laughs> it, it's just so wild to me every single time. She looks so young, which good on her. She deserves uh, all the success. Um, but every time I see her, I think that Disney Channel star has been in the spotlight for a really long time. They really managed to uh, <laughs> to fucking make this one stick because all the Ashley Tisdales, the Hillary Doves, they soured real quick. Bro. I don't even know what Ashley Tisdale is doing anymore. She's bop, bop, bopping into the kitchen to get some fucking snacks and her fucking bathrobe because she's not getting work. Let's see. Because I know Hillary Duff was married to Eric Comrie, who's a, who was a hockey player, and then they split a few years ago, or like a year ago or something. She had a kid. Mm. What is that? Oh, bro. You know, you know it's hard when you open up uh, the Ashley Tisdale IMDb, and She's known for High School Musical 3. Yep. Yeah, she's not really in much. You know what? Poor Ashley Tisdale. I don't recognize none of these. Damn, she had a bit part on American Dad. Yeah, most Disney Channel stars, they don't really get nothing. Shout out to Ariana Grande, though. Who? Yeah, no, she made the, she made the best out of it. Bruh, she fucking pirouetted that shit into a full music career. Like, I'm pretty sure that there are young people who didn't even know she was on Disney Channel at this point. Well, yeah, I I didn't know, but I was I was just not watching Disney Channel at that point. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think there's like 15 year olds that love her that did it. Yeah, they, <laughs> didn't, they weren't around. Know. They were like zygotes when she was fucking yeah working. They're just swimmers. Poor poor little guys. Poor children. Um, yeah. Speaking of celebrities that I've been reminded of, so I didn't know that Lisa Ann, you know, that Lisa Ann, uh, has a sports pro- podcast now? I don't know Lisa Ann. Which is uh, that Lisa Ann? Uh, pornographic actress. Uh, she was always oh. in the... Uh, uh, she was always like parodying uh, Sarah Palin because she kind of looked like her. Oh yeah, I'm in love with you. Never heard of her. Oh really? No, and that, that's that's not even me trying to like be like cover I don't watch porn. I don't even watch. <laughs> be porn. one of those guys. I, I'm a just I'm in love with you. I've watched porn. Never seen this one before in my life. Nah, she was uh she was one of like the top porn stars for a long time. A real long time. Uh, you know, it's like the most. It's like the music industry with me. I don't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> listen, at the top of the charts. That's not what I'm looking. For. I'm looking for those yeah, like not, in the middle and low tier. Like I'm looking at the you know thousands. I'm, I'm looking for the up and comers. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for the dude still on the hustle. Where the porn stars <laughs> hanging out the mixtapes at? <laughs> listen, listen. You're st- that porno. That pornographic actress is handing out DVDs on the corner and also asking you to come to their comedy <laughs> show later tonight. Pretty much. They're like, hey, I'm just an actress. I'm trying to, you know, I'm I'm, fu- I'm looking for the, the porn stars that are still expecting to be an actress in two years. That's just like, this is just a side gig. I'm building to better things. I'm hustling, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, no, apparently she's, like, super, like, big into sports and, like, the whole, like, sports side of stuff. And she's also slept with a whole lot of athletes, actually. So, like, you know what? Good on her. Get that bread, ma. Get that bread. Get that bre- it's called the Lisa Ann Experience. I'm looking at the uh, the logo. <laughs> uh, it's not a great picture in the background, but I appreciate the logo. The logo is pretty solid. It's good stuff, apparently. So uh, I might I might have to listen to that because Twitter user who is famous he he's famous in the hockey community because he was his name's uh, Tony X and he's just like some dude from St Louis and he was just trying to watch like a Cardinals uh, playoff game and he's like oh man what <sighs> trying to find the Cards game on this hockey game. And he's just watching a blues game or something. And he's just and he just like had this whole tweet thread of him just like commenting on this hockey thread, and the entire community is like, "This is some good shit." Because at one point he's just like, when when the goalie got pulled, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" The goalie just said "fuck it" and left. <laughs> he's like, "All right, I'm out. I'm head out. I'm about to head out." Bro, and like, I kind of, I kind of want to listen to the podcast, just so when we eventually get invited on, um, I could be like, "How you doing?" You know, I when when they go, "How do you know me?" I was like, "Oh, I know you from the podcast. I didn't know you did porn. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know you from this." She might be very flattered. <laughs> Wait, it's like you do porn on the side, in addition to this. That's or used to. Oh, uh, she's retired now. Oh, she's retired? Yeah, she you retired last year. How many porn stars retire? <sighs> I don't know. Some retire young. Some retire pretty old. Some never stop. I didn't even, even think of that should. as a concept. Yeah, me neither. Because, like, streamers don't finish streaming. They just... They just fucking change the niche. You just keep, you keep a it rocking. You become a different category, but you never end it. That's coward talk. You pivot. But yeah, man, I haven't I haven't heard uh, any podcast lately. Any new podcast, at least. Uh, in fact, I still have been meaning to get back to the old podcast I used to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna be better than hearing uh Gus talk about his life's issues on the Rooster Teeth podcast. Oh, hmm. I haven't listened to the Rooster Teeth podcast in years at this point. Dude same. I was uh I'm still subscribed to Funhouse and Rooster Teeth's uh channel. What even YouTube. is the state of Funhouse at this point? Dude, Isn't there only like hovered- three people? I hovered over a, a thumbnail and the two faces that it showed me, I didn't know a single person. <laughs> like, there was a woman and a, a white dude and I was like, I remember there being six white dudes and I remember Elise and fucking Bruce and all those dudes, but I don't think they're Bruce in the Green. Are, do they still Do they still live there? What's going on? Like, I know Bruce left because he wanted to start his own brand kind of thing and then Lawrence left and then Kovic had some issues and he got basically released or fired 
Uh, around the same time of the, wait, the whole Ryan. Too? Is that a Me Too? One that that might be a Me Too thing. I'm gonna I'm um, double check. It was around the same time as uh, Ryan Haywood getting uh, getting the boot. Wait, did he also get Me Too? Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, there was some shit. There was some shit about that. Ooh. Oh yeah. It says uh, they were both like, oh, dismissed from video production after explicit photos they sent to fans leaked online. Ooh. The Ryan one was really bad because it was like with someone who was underage too. So. Uh. Oh, see, they're both underage, but Graves lies. Say she was 18. That's fucked up. not great it's not great you know what i understand why a company does this to avoid bad press and because like as a company what else can you do you're not gonna go uh we punished him <laughs> we punished him financially he got a d raise he unraised uh but at the same time like kovic didn't fucking he didn't know and I don't think he fucked this kid, did he? I think he may have just sent nudes, which that's uh that's probably not that's not a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it says in my he eyes. uh it says Funhouse creative director and host Adam Covet reportedly catfished into sending illicit explicit photos by someone pretending to be a porn actress. I don't think he should have let go. He he got gamed. If you get catfished, then it's it's their fault. It's their fault. Their fault. You can't take the hit for that. That's fucked up. This is what you're gonna do if a if a porn actress fucking contacts you. Where are you gonna go? I need to see some ID. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you gotta do now to avoid anything. But like, I can't imagine living in a world where some some woman sends my DMs and I gotta go. I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need to see some ID, man. Can't see your license and registration. <laughs> <laughs> you were pretty speedy to end of my DMs. Let me see some license registration real quick. Your first message was, "Let me see that dick." I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a little uh, identification real quick, ma'am. Ma'am, I don't want any trouble. Hands at ten and two. <laughs> but yeah, that's fucked up. And you know what? I, I gotta side with Adam in this. Ryan, he fucked up. Not you, the other Ryan. Haywood uh, fucked up. Haywood, you just. If you know someone seventeen, you don't fuck around with it. I don't care what. Yeah, you're, and also you're fucking like forty, dude. What the fuck? I mean, you're forty with a wife and kids. Forty year olds, they they get out, they live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they're wilding out, but like, stay within the range, bro. Here's the seven thing. years. Here's the thing. Like, I can understand it. I can understand it. As long as it's legal, I think there shouldn't be any problems. How? Uh, how people interact. I mean, because oh, there's couples who are like on the older side. They sometimes like to get a younger piece and just include them just to change things up. I mean, there's a old woman that go for younger men, too. So I won't fault him on wanting something a little young in his older ears. But got to keep it legal. That's the bare minimum is that we ask that you keep it legal and you fail to keep it legal. So at that point, you got to get dropped. 
So no no love for Haywood in this. But my boy Kovic, he went down hard for some for some shit that could happen to any of us. And you know what? The fucked up thing is, if if I got catfish or you got catfish, God forbid, because we're not famous enough, it's a slap on the wrist. Because technically he commit no crime, we commit no crime, right? Yeah, I guess so. It's just uh I'm not for or against uh people coming out, but it's it's clear here that even the quote unquote victim that they say in this, the the girl who received the pictures, she was like, I fucked up, I told him I was eighteen, I pretended to be someone else, that's my fault. Uh when she goes and owns up to it, then I, I don't think he needs to lose his job over that. Maybe take a step away from the filming side, but he was still a creative director. He could have held on to that. That's fucked up. And that also always takes me back to the crucif <laughs> like I know I use a lot of fucking religious allegory, but that's just because I'm not a super religious person anymore. And let me be honest, I was never a religious person, but I did go to church because I had to. Nick Robinson of Polygon got fucking crucified. He died for sins he did not commit. Where this man broke no laws. Every single person involved was of age. He was just sexually explicit. With uh, He was being a fuckboy online. And in an age before the pre-Me Too movement, that was the height of, whoa, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't rape anybody. He didn't speak to anyone underage. He simply DM'd some indie game developers of the female persuasion and gender. And uh, my man got crucified by the entire industry. You know, I haven't listened to any My Brother stuff since that happened. Nah, like, I, I, uh, I'm not a big, I, I was never really, like, a fan of Nick Robinson at all. Like, I love so, the, uh, seeing the him go down was just like, well, whatever. I'm really, like, I'm of the mindset of, like, uh, I don't know, man. Just keep it, keep it to yourself. Here's the thing, him and uh, what's his name? Um, which brother did he work with? Uh, Griffin the, McElroy. That was the one. Him and Griffin, they put out some fucking quality content. I'm not gonna lie, the podcast that they did together, great A content to the point where everybody shared it constantly, and nothing is more telling than Griffin McElroy just dropping Nick instantly at the sign of any. Uh, tarnished image like the, the bam bam bams they fucking got a, a squeaky clean family friendly thing going and he'd not wait a minute before distancing himself from poor little nick robinson who had not been convicted of anything yet and i think that's fucked up he didn't even wait to see what the truth was he didn't ride for his boy and i can't i can't fucking uh align myself and support people who not even gonna support their boys But I found it, I think the thing that I found funniest is that what he got like booed off the internet for, that wouldn't even be a story today because the Smash, Smash fucking uh, community exists where it's full of child predators. Like the, the ante has been upped 
so heavily in 2020 that that shit was a blip. So another stuff, uh, <laughs> moving away a little bit, but also keeping uh, a little bit uh, in the same ballpark, uh, actually about the McElroys. I didn't realize this until this got pointed out by, of all people, Too Mellow pointed this out. Uh, did you the know that they had... Yeah the, yeah, the music dude. Because there was a post going around about, like, uh, the, ma- like, podcasts that have a lot of, like, people of color and LGBT people on it and stuff. And it's, like, it's the, the image of, like, the the one dude who has one mic versus the lady beside him who has like a million mics, and it was like here the the one dude with just like and it's just like a POC LGBT po- podcast like uh, things uh, versus the McElroys who are like portraying POC characters and such. Are you telling me that the McElroy is a transracial right now? Well, that like their characters, uh, like they've had they've played characters that are like POC or LGBT, uh, people, and like through that post, which was like criticizing the McElroys for not having uh more people of color and uh more LGBT people on it. Uh, Tumelo also pointed out how. The McElroy Family, a podcast, is up to like 13 different podcasts with all white casts. Like, no one, no one is of color at all on any of them. Yeah, but that's, uh, here's the problem. That's half expected. You know why? They hang out with white people. Yeah, that's what, that was the first thing that crossed my mind was like, yeah, because they're white. They hang out with mostly white people. They're from the whitest town on earth. Fucking West Virginia. I I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but like, this is, I I just think it's kind of funny that it's like, you have 13 podcasts, but... Do you have a black friend? Do you have anyone? <laughs> no. And you know what? That's another reason why I don't fuck with the Mabamba Bam Bam. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going I'm to put you on game right now. I'm going to put you on game. Put, put me on the game. I don't, I, I don't know if I said this anywhere before. But I don't fuck with you. Unless. Uh, or you know what? I fuck with you lightly until I see the cosign. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> until. Uh, like. Anyone could be racist. When Paul, I used to watch Paula Dean on the Food Channel. I don't know if you know who that is. She a fat Paula Southern Dean? black lady. Yeah, she used to be a fat Southern cook who would make the wildest shit on the uh, Food Channel when I was a kid. She would put like butter and uh, cheese inside of uh, ground beef when she's making burgers and shit. Yeah. And I used to watch this. Yeah, used to watch the crazy this old lady white smile. Woman. Yeah, used to watch this old white woman, and I'd be like, "Bro, this is hilarious. I fucking love this lady. Great chef." Uh, and then she came out as super racist. Oh, well, that's great. That's awesome. And at that point, young me decided, you know what? Until I see a black person around, 
I can't fully commit because then I feel like a fool when people who I uh, who I support come out as racist. When Hulk like, Hogan damn. showed up, yeah, when he when Hulk Hogan became racist, I was super uh, I was super chill about it because I had never supported Hulk Hogan. I was like, you know what? I made a smart move there. That there was a joke on the best friend cast. I remember I remember that vividly when that happened. And fucking Pat says, you know, this doesn't this doesn't track for Holly for uh this doesn't track for Hulk Hogan, like uh WWF Hulk Hulk Hogan, uh real American hero Hulk Hogan. But you know who does who this does track for? But uh, super racist Hulk Hogan? That's how he tracks for Hollywood Hulk Hogan <laughs> from fucking WCW. Because here's the thing. Like, when I was getting into the best friends, I didn't know shit about it. It was just two white dudes. Yeah. Until Wooly shows up in the Marvel video. And I'm like, all right, Wooly's the black friend. That's the cosign. Because good. I'm trusting that. Good. I'm trusting Wooly has vetted these whites and can, and can show them the way. That, yeah. Like, if I see if I see Wooly, then I go. This is a man with dreads. He's from the islands. He's vetted these whites. These aren't these aren't <laughs> white supremacists. <laughs> Same thing with uh, with uh, Babish. I think there was one episode where he's like, I can't finish all this food, so I asked my roommate to come help. And into frame rolls a black guy, and I'm like, that's the cosign. You don't live with people that you you hate every day openly. <laughs> so now I trust that Babish is not a racist. You know, you know what's what's the ultimate cosign then is uh, Anthony Fantano, and I remember he uh, posted a picture of his uh, him and his wife, his soon to be wife, I believe, or they Mm -hmm. might they might actually be like married now, and you see his ring and her ring, that's a black hand there. Like it's a black woman. That's a black woman. (laughs) Here's a problem though. Here's a problem Mm -hmm. because you can't you can't always fall for that when when it's a ring yeah he's committed he put a ring on it that's that's a cosign but if they're just dating black women that might be a fetish thing i can't 100 percent take that as the cosign that could be Mm, okay but once you see like uh one of my favorite skateboarders his name is daywan song i loved uh the video when they did a documentary about um what was it called what uh the daywan song uh doc Right, I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, God, I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. Give me one second. But when I was watching it, I was like, I fell in love with this dude. I fell in love with his story, um, and him being a part of. Uh, oh, it's just called Day One. I'm stupid. Trans World put it out though. Uh, when they made that documentary and I watched the video, I was like, this dude has a super interesting story. He's a great skater. He's one of my favorites. I followed him on Instagram uh, and I already believed he was a cool dude. Um, <laughs> I think the most hilarious part of his backstory is that they assumed he was black because his name was Daywan. But I love uh, I love his story. He's a great skater. And then later I found out that uh, he has a black child. He's got a black, uh, what you call it, baby mama and stuff like that. And while the baby mama is not a cosign, having a black child is a cosign. There's no coming out of that. You got a black. <laughs> you made a black. <laughs> you added black to the world. <laughs> that's the greatest cosign there is, bro. So that's the ultimate. 
that's the ultimate cosign is you got a black child that you take care of. But uh, yeah, I, I listen, I know it's not a foolproof plan, but as a black person navigating social media, I look for the black cosign, especially when it comes to these Internet celebrities. Yeah, you you never know with them now. Like it oh, could be fucking not. anything. Like Rooster Teeth was teetering. They had no black people for a long ass time. Yep. And yeah. then I, I I had to take Gus's word for it. Gus was as close as I could get to a black person at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this Mexican man. I'm like this deep Mexican. I gotta trust him on this. But this is how we navigate un un uh, uncharted ocean of the World Wide Web. Which, speaking of the World Wide Web and fucking uncharted oceans, I've been looking at a sea of drops for the PS Five. Uh huh. And every time I see it, I think back to my purchase last month, and I'm like. I got mine secured. I don't got to worry about it. Until it wasn't so secure. <laughs> oh. So remember when I said they better not fuck me, but I was expecting to be fucked? Yeah. They almost fucked me. And they might still fuck me. I'm I'm teetering on the edge of being fucked by uh, I'm not going to say who's who I bought it from, but I'm teetering because it was supposed to get hit at 12. Until like today, morning, right? Yes, today. So uh, the morning of the 11th, I go, huh. Still says it's preparing the order and it still says it'll make it here tomorrow. But I don't see tracking. I don't see shipment. I don't see a charge on my card yet. Mm. Like, oh, that's interesting. I'm not super into that. So I go ahead. I call up the company. And I'm like, hey. Don't don't fuck with me, buddy. Don't fuck with me. And I, you know what? I don't say I'm not aggressive with uh, people on the phone because I've been yeah. person on the phone before. I'm just like, listen, just tell it to me straight. Do you got a PS5 for me, or should I, or should I be trying to hit some of these uh, drops that are happening? And he goes, uh, let me check, let me check for you. And he goes, I'm in love with you. It's gonna be later. It's not gonna make it to the twelfth. Uh, we didn't have enough, but. If you keep your, if you want to keep it, we we have two options. You can either keep your current order and it will arrive around twenty seventh, or uh, we'll go ahead and cancel the order, and you could try to get it somewhere else. And I'm like, well, I don't want to cancel the order because I just want to know this is secure. So I'm like, tell it to me straight. Is this secure? Am I getting this, or should I go drop the five hundred somewhere else? And he's like, listen, go ahead and stick with us you'll definitely get it uh it's just gonna take a little while longer and i'm like fair enough do not can and i i have so many fucking messages that i saved because i could not believe that he'd keep up his end of the deal he's like go ahead and, and keep with us i'll give you a discount and i said whatever you do do not cancel this because i'm gonna be mad if i open up tomorrow and it says that my order's been canceled he's like i will not cancel it you're gonna get it so i get the email and it says all right your discount's been applied earlier he said call back when i receive it and he'll give me a discount but he gave me a discount beforehand so i open up the page and it says ps5 five hundred dollars total 
480 so i'm paying less than retail for the ps5 oh fuck um, yeah because they applied it and then added tax so they added a way less tax to the price and so i'm not even paying 500 i almost because it was going to be 560 with tax i almost got a hundred dollars off shit on top of that i get another email later that day that says we're sorry your shit is running late it'll be there end of day on the 14th the latest and i'm like hold up a minute hold up a minute what's happening here and then i checked the online thing and it says your shit departed kentucky it's in someplace else and it'll be uh near you tomorrow and today and i'm like hold on son hold on son what are you saying to me right now and i could not believe it as it goes yeah it'll be there end of day 14th so not only did i get my fucking huge discount i'm still getting it this week apparently uh i just got the thing that is in my city or near my city and i should get it today uh are we past 12 a.m yeah i should yeah, get it to- today and i couldn't be hyper bro fuck yeah when i said oh you know i'm, I'm just waiting that's what i was talking about as i was watching the fucking track information update i'm like where my ps5 at bro oh shit so uh you know what if anybody's out there listening don't let your dreams be dreams just keep on that hustle keep on and that you'll hustle, get bro. you'll get it you'll now get this makes all the times that i failed to to secure one in store worth it I'm paying so much less than I would have. I'm about to buy me a couple games at this at this break, bro. Shit. Um, Some I was, Demon's Souls. I love me a little Demon's Souls. I'm about to stream that, too. I was trying to stream, but I uh, I think I talked about the RTX problems last week. So I, I busted out the, the PS4. And let me tell you right now. Surprisingly solid experience. I'm not, I gotta be honest with you. Warzone looks and runs better on the PS4 than it does my chunky ass computer. Huh. It does not make sense. It's a solid 60, which, yes, yeah, sometimes I get 90 frames on my computer, but I'll get constant dips and stuff like that when shit gets too, too popping. You don't get that on the fucking PS4, which. My buddy, if you ever want to play Warzone, hit me up on that PS4. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, PS4 was more than adequate for playing Warzone. I could not believe it. I think the previous times I tried it, I tried it on a 4K TV. But if you plug it into a 1080p monitor with uh, and let the super sampling do its thing, the shit yeah. looks crisp and it's super, super stable. I could not believe it. Huh. It's like cyberpunk super bad i don't know what uh now i have to believe that all the cyberpunk issues with console is just purely optimization issues also because did you did you see the devs throwing the qa team under the bus today no on uh on cyberpunk yeah on this uh, like the the uh head the lead developer uh, put out a video as like yeah all the bugs that you guys are experiencing our QA team did not see them uh, the, these are these were totally unique to you here's a problem here's a problem yes I know 
because uh, if, if they're doing internal QA, then I can totally believe that they didn't run into these problems because I'd imagine that if you're doing internal stuff, you've got beefy PCs lying around with like the DLSS and all the hardware that you want. Because when I played through it, I got to admit, I ran into maybe one or two bugs. I ran into a bug where a car was like in the floor and it was one of the cars that you could buy in the game. So I couldn't see what the car was until I paid for it. Uh, luckily, it turned out to be the sickest looking car in the game. Uh, but that was a little frustrating. And I think I had a few bugs uh, much later with an update where uh, your Engram buddy, I'm not going to say who it is or anything like that, but uh, he will sometimes talk to you just wherever you are. And his text got stuck on my screen where no matter when I launch the game, he'll say the line and then the subtitle will be on the screen the entire game. I don't know how to get rid of it yet, but uh, that was super frustrating. But I could totally believe that if you have uh, the right conditions, which is sterile, same PC conditions, and it just happens to not fuck up on those PCs, totally believe, especially if your QA team is 10 people on a 150 person team. That said, that's not how QA should be done. QA should be in the hands of the people where they could fuck it up. Like, I also want to point out, like, games of this magnitude tend to, at least nowadays, tend to really break on their initial release, like, within that first week. Because you're, that is the true QA test. That is the true, like, oh, we missed that because guess what? Your your QA team of, like, because th- this is a much bigger game. This was a AAA game, so I can only assume this was, like, a couple different QA teams, maybe. Who who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. I actually wouldn't put it on. on uh, no, no, no. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't make that assumption, actually, because, like, I watched, um, not watched, I read a little write-up about someone who claims to have worked with them. And while they do put out AAA shit, they do not put up AAA numbers in terms of staff. And especially during COVID, I could totally see them being understaffed on the QA side. Honestly, I think think when it comes to other companies, they do it better. Like Microsoft, Ubisoft, even for their non-online games, they still do huge... They have um, a lot of different QA teams. Yeah, outsource it to QA all teams. sorts of studios. I and I just don't think us. I think they're Swedish, right? I don't think a Swedish company uh, makes sense. Uh, cyber CD Projekt. They're Polish. Polish. I'm sorry. I don't think um, a Polish company is uh, sending out QA codes to rent because I used to do that. They used to send me a bunch of codes, um, but I don't think a small company, not small as in quality but small as in numbers is is doing stuff like that yeah which they should if they want to prevent this yeah no but like the true qa test is when you put out your triple a game into the wild in which you get into the hands of in this case millions of people and either way it was never going to come out 
how they wanted it to come out just because they didn't really put work into the console version it's clear that the console yeah, version no. wasn't started till very late in development they didn't give a fuck about that it was pc so, or bust so when they say oh we didn't get these these issues if most of the issues are happening on console of course they didn't get them because they didn't test it on console <laughs> they hit the port button and they said that's that's it right that should work but yeah, now they're gonna probably they're probably gonna spend the next two years Hello Games in it because I can't imagine uh CD Project Red wanting to leave a stain on their legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one thing to put out a bad game, but to have that be your only bad game, I think that leave lead less leave a sour taste in the consumer's mouth and more lead a leave a sour taste in the company's mouth of we're known for putting out hot shit uh and bangers and to have this clearly not a banger on our resume is gonna fuck us up so let's fix this i hope that's how they think about it That said, I did hop back in uh, like a day ago, and I don't know how much you know about the game. Nothing will be weirder than how they decided to go about certain um, certain story threads. Like, have you tried it at all? No, I have not. Uh, do you have an interest of trying it? Not at the moment. It's not high on my priority list. Because, like, I think the biggest thing is that right off the bat, I think people expected more romance options. Because it essentially breaks down into there's a gay and a straight option for each gender. And that's it. And there's no crossover between any of it. Mm. Uh and so what this means is is that you essentially have four storyline side contents which one thing i will say about this game they still managed to nail the witcher thing of all the side content feeling like main content you know what i'm saying yeah so they nailed that but when it comes to those side contents it feels the same no matter what gender you are Except for the sex scene you would get at the end if you matched up that binary code. So if you do the mission, because it's the mission, the same the, the mission is the same depending on whether or not you're male or female. So for example, there's a lesbian uh, character who, if you play the mission out as a dude, you still get all the tension of getting getting together in the end you know what i'm saying like yeah nothing nothing uh changes except for a couple lines of dialogue and a sex scene between whether or not you're male and female so when i go and do the dudes one for straight women um it's a super like it's a date basically <laughs> you come see his family and stuff and there's a really touching moment where he takes you to this nice secluded area where he's like this is where i like to come to be alone and think about stuff and he gives you a present and 
you could clearly see where there's meant to be like a hand touch or a kiss or something like that. And it's super weird as a straight male playing the game. I'm not even saying like, Oh, I'm grossed out by it or nothing like that. What I'm trying to say is they did not put in the work to differentiate the experience. And so essentially I get four dates. I just can't have sex on two of them. <laughs> so I, I go through all the motions of like, you get real close to talk and he treats you like he would treat the female V, but he, you do not fuck. And I find it hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause like, I even think there's a, there's a scene with one of them where, uh, when you wake up, a character is supposed to be naked, implying you had sex and, uh, they're cooking you breakfast now. When you wake up as a dude, they still cook you breakfast. <laughs> He's just not naked at this point. But um, I, I don't know if the dialogue is spot on one to one. But the whole time, I'm like, "Are you courting me right now? Are you trying to? Are you trying to hit right now?" <laughs> and it's a little, it's a little hilarious. I gotta admit, like they share this really touching moment that you would only kind of share with someone you were trying to go out with and, and share your life with and then they just go oh, i'm not gay though back the fuck up bro <laughs> stay I in your like lane I got, bro i feel like i got what? no homo at the end of my day <laughs> like what the fuck what god damn it <laughs> like he's sending the the hardest missing missed mixed signal Miss, yeah and it's hilarious but uh i feel like those are places where I think CD Projekt had some idea for something and then they had to cut and compress down into something else. Um, but yeah, there's just a bunch of places in the game where you think, oh, this could have been a much deeper thing that's kind of... Fleshed out. Yeah, a more fleshed out experience that's kind of like concise and cookie cutter, one size fits all experiences. Also, it's starting to get real wicked out there. I think we should probably hit the end button here and go to close. Because right. I, I have a feeling I might lose power any minute now. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Uh, it's been your boys once again. Um, let's hope that we see you again next week and our boy Ryan survives this lower deal he's dealing with. Uh, so once again, where can they find you, my boy? You can find me on Twitter at Vagabond Haunted, uh, and you can find me, and I got all the all the hot shit out there, all all, the, all that good shit is on there. Uh, also, before we go, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you to Welcome to the World of Pokemon for having me on this week uh, as a guest on their podcast, <laughs> which I did pimp this podcast too. I didn't I did forget see- about my boy. I did see a tweet that took place afterwards that I'm like, what is going on over at Ryan's house right now? I uh, I did show up as a member of Team Rocket to steal a Pikachu, and by the end, they just gave me the Pikachu. So, mission accomplished. That's honestly how the series should end. Uh, the, the real cartoon. <laughs> Jesse and James finally get that fucking Pikachu. Ash is dying, so he leaves Pikachu to Jesse and James, and then they have the only ones I trust. Like, what? Sick. And uh, 
where can they find you on socials how's your uh your pokemon podcast going i know that you got backlogs on backlogs so they can always catch oh you. yeah oh yeah uh that's actually pretty much my, been my week has been like I've just worked and worked on editing, getting shit done. In fact, I had to record a warning, like a content warning for the episode I'm working on because it includes some bodily harm that could uh, be. So I basically tried to do like the television fucking warning. The following episode may contain scenes of blank, blank, blankety, blank, blank, <laughs> that may be disturbing to some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. But I did that in a podcast way. It yeah, that's what's up. I thought it actually felt, it felt kind of cool doing that, so. And, yeah, uh, that episode is gonna be fucking wicked. I'm basically just trying to get all that fucking editing done out of the fucking way, so I don't have to think about it until June and then did did you catch the because i i just realized yeah i kept trying to invite you to stuff but you had the do not disturb or whatever the red thing on in yeah discord is uh did you catch any cobra kai real quick yeah uh, oh yeah 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 uh i i guess uh i'll you know we'll we'll just do the end bit uh in a little bit uh we'll we'll just redo the end (laughs) bit but (laughs) but uh i i believe in my i believe in the power right now uh, yeah, Cobra Kai. I fucking blitzed it in a night because I was like, I need to watch this. Oh, so you watched the whole thing? I watched the whole damn thing. I'm like two episodes from finishing. All right, you want to watch those later? Uh yeah, I'm down. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll no. start the podcast with our Cobra Kai review next time. Yeah, next time you'll get the full uh, Cobra Kai cast, in which we were also supposed to do the boys cast, but we never did that. Oh yeah, I yeah I got really sick during our watch of the boys. Yeah, so we'll I guess we'll have to go back and watch the boys. Yeah, so uh, once again, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, me, you can always catch me at Oro Club O R O C L V B. Uh, I don't really got any content coming out right now because I'm still working on portfolio, sending out applications. But other than that, I I do be talking s- shit online. You can come watch me talk shit to random people. You got you got some you playing some streams? You can go get I am get playing some, some streams when the PS5 pops up. I'm going to be hopping on Warzone with my boy and more importantly, I'm going to be hopping on a lot of Destiny. I've been wanting to stream Destiny so bad because it's so easy. It's the easiest game to stream. Uh but my computer just can't handle it. When I get the PS5, I hear that shit runs like butter. And then I can just leave the computer to run all the background processors for NVIDIA broadcast and all that beautiful goodness. Um, but when that comes, you can expect a bunch of streams as well as uh, I got to talk to Abby about it. But there'll probably be some some demons souls as we pass the controller around. I don't think I've ever beat. Uh, no, I beat Bloodborne solo, but I don't think I've ever beat a demon or dark soul. Oh, so it's time to remedy that. It's time to remedy that. And once again, thank you guys for coming out. You guys have a great week. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for showing up and showing out. Talk to y'all later.